Okay, so we're gonna talk about B10, Night's Dark Terror. Um, before we get into the meat of it, um, let's talk about what uh, player characters you ran in this. Because you only ran it once, right? No, but no. that's okay. You ran it more than once? Yep. With who? Um, let's see, it was just my children for the first time. And then again, I think Christian and... Um, no, Christian was... No. No? We never did it with Christian. Okay, it was someone else. It may have been Cassie's friends. Yeah. yeah. It was probably Cassie's friends. Which oh. meant it would have still been over at the other house. No. I don't think so. No, I know the first time I ran it, it was the other house. Oh. Okay. Well, then I wouldn't remember it. No. So, the time that I was in it, do you remember who, who all, which player characters were there? Because I know, I know my thief, Dorthan, was in that group. Yeah. Because he was part of the crossing to the Lost Valley. I remember that. I think you guys had gotten to the point where we could you guys were playing two characters at the same time at that time mm. and so uh, Bridget's elf Guinevere and Heidi's elf Heidi's? Uh, I don't think Heidi had an elf okay Cassie's elf because Heidi had Heidi only had a couple characters yeah um, Dorfin was definitely there. I don't remember. I'm thinking Gabriel. Um, Jared's fighter, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he only had one. He was only allowed one. Um, and I don't remember what Heidi had if it wasn't an. Because she's only got. She had Sienna, the magic user. That's what it was. Um, that, that was on this one? Yeah. Okay. Because her other characters... I don't know if I still have her character sheet, her other character sheets, if she even had them. She did play the vampire hunter Marissa a lot, but that was only like high-level games. Yeah, it was. That was not really consecutive with our other games. No. And then... Um, I don't remember what Cassie's other character was. But were Cassie and the girls playing two characters each? Yeah. Does that mean that Bridget's Paladin was on this adventure? That's what it was. Bridget's Paladin. Her name starts with an R, uh, R something. Uh -huh. We'll go into it when I talk about the characters we had. Rihanna. That's, Rihanna, what, it, yeah. that's what it is. Or Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. And Cassie, her elf was there, and she had a couple other characters. I don't remember. The The main body was not two for everybody. It was their main characters. Uh -huh. And then in this town that starts with a K. Kelvin. In Kelvin, they picked up their other characters. Okay. As, as um, uh, mercenaries, whatever you want to call it. Right. Okay. 
So does that mean that we started with first level characters, or some of the characters were first level and some weren't? Your your main characters were like second or third, and then the new ones you picked up were first. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so here it talks about a general overview of Kelvin as a frontier town. Mm-hmm. Um, did we as a party spend much time there in this adventure or out of this adventure? It was just a waypoint. <clears throat> you may have spent one night in it as you're going up and then again one night in it as you're coming back. It wasn't a big part of any of our other adventures though? No. Okay. Um, well, uh, did you make up any other background information for Kelvin, like who the ruler was, um, history? No. Anything? No. Okay. Um, oh, did we, uh, in this adventure, did we determine, like, a marching order as player characters? Yeah, but it changed all the time, depending on what the situation was. But we did have, like, a marching order that we would keep to, generally. Yeah, Paladin was about for out front. Okay. Mostly. Um, did, along with that, did we set up a standard watch for nighttime? Yes. And um, the Paladin usually took the second watch. So we, so we actually defined who was doing what when, and we yes. kept to that schedule. Yes. Okay, uh, along with that, same type of thing, it, you know, talking about scale and... Uh, traveling and all that that's where I get these questions um, did we did you make us track provisions and other supplies individually individually no um, there were supplies that you had to bring with you and carry with you and they would be gone after a certain length of time but you know, it wasn't tracked specifically okay you, we didn't track like th- we had ate one ration this day and, yeah right okay because um, you guys like to do with iron rations anyway. Yeah, when they last forever. Right. Well, practically. Um, but we did carry supplies. How did we carry them? In your backpacks. Okay, we didn't carry any pack animals or anything? No. Um, along with that, did you keep track of specific time? Did you keep track of the days, the hours, or what? Um, the time of day, yes. The days of the year only when it was essential to the uh, storyline right um storms um only when I felt like it so you didn't really keep track of weather you just like decided that weather was whatever it was yeah today you're all gonna get wet okay did that uh when when you did have it rain or be a storm did you have that affect us mechanically like a minus one to hit or whatever um i don't know about to hit but to travel definitely so just travel time yeah okay um and healing how did you handle healing uh because here it talks about it it recommends uh one hit point per day of bed rest yes um you guys never had to worry about that because you had a cleric and a paladin with you Okay, that's an anomaly a lot of people point out in the Beck Me rules, you know, Beck is um, the rules we used, Mm -hmm. that in the official rules, there's nothing talking about natural healing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in modules like this and a couple other modules and 
there's hints about it like this one per day of bed rest. Yeah. Well, um, the thing is, once you've had a day of bed rest, then your healers can do another full dose of healing on you if you needed it. Yeah, exactly. And so the bed rest wasn't really for the healing. It was for the healers to recharge right. their abilities. So we didn't ever have to deal. I remember we did do natural healing, but I don't think it was per de- bed rest. No. Um, okay. Oops. Okay, so did you ever use the calendar on the pull-out page too? I tried a couple of times, but it just wasn't working, so I didn't. And you already said you didn't really keep track of the individual right. days. Um, did you did you show this player map to us? How did that? Yes, I did. Did that influence our journeys, or did it influence how you ran the adventure? Not really. You know what it was for is to give you a frame of reference of where everything was. This was the map that you guys were given. In Kelvin, or in uh, Karanikos, or whatever that is. Krakatos. Krakatos. Yeah. Um, Because the original party was from Krakatos. Are you sure? Yeah, and then they traveled up river to Kelvin. Because I know, like, a lot of our characters were from Lund. Yes, well... Like, Gabriel was from Lund? They went from Lund and went over to Krakatos, eventually. Yeah, I'm going to ask you about Krakatos when I talk about the maps and later. Okay. Because, okay. um, yeah. Um, but also with this player map, this is the only place where you find definitive definition of the Moors. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll reference the Moors, and you look at the official, you know, the, the hex map, and it's like, where's the Moors? Yeah. But you look at the player map. So did that cause you problems, or did you know where they were? Um, no, the Moors were just... Um, I played them as if they were the same as the bogs in England and Ireland. Yeah, yeah. You know, where where you just you don't want to go there because it's just too hard okay. to travel. Yeah. Okay. Um. On this page. Uh. Okay. So the next couple of pages are basic descriptions of NPCs. Right. Um. Did the notes on the personality help you to run those NPCs? Yes. Um, I embellished some of them, but basically they are what the notes say they are. Okay. Um, also on page, what is that, six? So it talks about the different clans and tribes. Yes. Did you use that, like, I mean, how much did you use that as a guideline? Like the different symbols and the features of them? Like yes. Like they shave their... The, I did use those. Okay. And did we, uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess that was it. Um, also on page seven of the pullout sheets, uh, there's a weather generator. Yes. Did you use that for the weather? I tried to, but um, I figured once we got up into the, um, uh, into the mountains, uh, it was going to be snowy and windy, period. Okay. Um, what about this bargaining mechanic? Did you use this for this adventure? Did you use it in the future? I did try, um, but it just seemed, I don't know, tedious, tiresome. Right. 
It was too hard to use on the spur of the moment. Yes. Yeah, I understand. Um, okay, on the last pullout sheet, um, there's a table of optional encounters. Did you use these? Did you embellish them? I used these as your um, uh, random encounters. Right. And yes, sometimes they were more powerful than what the chart says to have them. Anything else to say about that? Yeah. Um, some of these random encounters just aren't a challenge. Yeah. And in fact, most of them aren't for characters that are of third level or higher. Right. So I made each random encounter a challenge or something leading you to something else. Right. Okay, so that's it for the um, for the pullout sheets. Now, if you want to... Um, so going to the beginning of the adventure, um, on page two. So here in the very beginning summary, talking about expert play, it talks about transitioning from a dungeon to a wilderness adventures. Um, did you have a problem with that? No, because by then you guys had already gone through several places of wilderness yeah. to get to where you were that's what i thought so it wasn't so like when you started doing wilderness stuff was it a challenge for you yes in what way um trying to keep everyone's attention <laughs> okay but basically that was that was the most of the problem just keeping it to where everybody is interested and not Lauding off into La La Land. Right. With adults, it was easier because I played this once before with my friends when we were in uh, San Diego. But um, with you, got we only got to uh, Threshold with them, and then we moved. So oh. We never got to the Forbidden City or right. Hidden City. Yeah, the Lost Valley. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but um, for them, it wasn't difficult to keep their attention. They were all adults. Yeah, yeah. They were all invested in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so page three. Um, um, we kind of already mentioned this with the weather. Um, talks about rainfall and wind. So during combat, did you have rain and wind affect us? Um, there was only one combat where it was, and that was over on the city that was to the far right of the map that's an ancient city um, yeah the Zitaka yeah and um, that was the first night you guys got there and uh, because of the weather you guys just hunkered down and so did all the inhabitants but you did have experiences there that um, you know others were trying to get in out of the rain and you and they met you and had problems and you took care of them. Okay, um, so here it talks about character hometowns. Do you remember which, where most of us were from? Which hometowns? Because I know a lot of us were from Lund. Yes. Several characters were also from Threshold. I don't know if those ones were in this adventure or not. Well, one of them was from the um, uh, Elven town. Rifflian. Yeah. Well, I assume the demi humans are from demi-human places right but uh the humans um mostly they were just 
just getting started in adventuring, so they're all locals, really. Okay. They they just were from wherever they happened to join the game. Right. Okay. Because, like, yeah, I know, like, a whole ton of our player PCs were from Lund. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it should be Lund. Yeah, that town was kind of a uh, training ground for most people to become adventurers because there is no real... Um, economic growth there right they raise their children to become adventures and they leave and they never see them again <laughs> yeah and everyone who lives there is retired adventurers right right <laughs> uh we'll have to talk about one some other time um okay um so here talks about awarding experience points did you wait to award xp until we were at a safe place usually um it was a particularly long session. I would award the XP while you guys weren't there so that I could just spend my time doing that. Because every time I tried to award points while you guys were there, it just took forever. Yeah. Because you wanted to know, why did we get that? Why didn't we get this? And yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. It talks here about introducing new player characters. First of all, did any of us die during this adventure? No. No, well... Yeah, no one died during this adventure. Yeah. Um, did... So, introducing new PCs in the middle of the game, how did you do that? Um, you guys go through a bar. And someone sees you and thinks that you might be an adventuring group and they come up and offer their services um one was um not this particular time but there was a time when someone was uh on the shores next close to the uh, bandit camp i don't know which one it was but they were close to the bandit camp and they're trying to get to the town beyond the bandit camp and couldn't and so they asked for your assistance and when they saw how good you guys were, they decided to stay with you. Okay. I think that might have been going through to Threshold. <clears throat> yeah, there's a camp on the way, I think. Oh, Bandit Camp, yes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, okay. Um, so here do, uh, in the section on page four, having fun. It talks about fudging dice if you need to. Uh, how oh, much did yeah. you fudge and why and all that? That's what the sh uh, the shields, the screens are for, so that you guys can't see what I'm rolling. <laughs> yeah. Because you guys would have died almost every single time if I'd have gone strictly by the dice. And therefore, it would have been no fun. I knew you kids well enough to know that if you can't play and actually advance a, a character, they always die, and then you're always at low level, well, then you, you'll lose interest. Yeah. Once you guys got more skilled at it and had more higher level characters, I fudged less often. But basically you fudged because we were children? Basically, yeah. So when you were playing with your friends, there was no fudging. 
Okay. Uh, in fact, I barely use the screens at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about the adventure background. It talks about the Empire of the Hutakins. Um, let's get the map out. Those are the dog people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, how big was the Empire in your in your version of the world? How big would you have said the Empire was? Um, it was the entire mountain range. Okay. And a few of the plain cities. And maybe down to Kelvin. Okay. Because, yeah, keep going. Um, they were also on the other side of the hill. Because this is one of their cities. Yes, that was. But, like, they were on the other side, down where the um, uh, Dragon City. North, north. Yeah. Okay. Because these mountains are supposed to be impassable, but I'm assuming they went through the other routes. Yes. They, okay. had, they had trails, but those trails eventually got um, avalanched out. Or forgotten or yeah. whatever, yeah. Um, so you had them as far south as Kelvin. Mm -hmm. Was that the farthest south? Yeah. Um, and what about east? Um, they went as far east as the gold mine. Because there's supposed to be some statues in the gold mine. Right. And they almost went to... Selenica? Selenica. Okay. Almost. So north of the mountains, did it just go up to the edges of the forest or what? Basically, yeah. What about west? West, um, they went. They went west, but they stayed mostly within the mountain ranges because, for some reason or other, I had it in my mind that they were mountaineering people. Give me a sec. Okay, yeah. so exactly how far west? Like how far, all the way into the five shires, or? Uh, well, just north of the five shires, but in the mountain ranges. So where the label Cruth Mountains is, right? Um. So basically, they cover pretty much all of Karamikos around the mountains. Yes. Uh, the well, the Black Peak Mountains. Um, okay. So so where the mountains turn, take a take a southerly turn. Yeah, uh, oh. All the all the rivers that flow directly south were theirs. Um, so these rivers, this is the Ashkelos rivers. Right. They they went all the way there. Right. Okay. And. And uh, the rivers that have any flow to the east or west of any degree, they did not have. Okay. So basically, from the Achelos Rivers River t all the way to the Altantep Mountains. Right. Okay. And south as far as Kelvin and just just along the plains up here. Right. But they didn't go south of the forest. No. So the forest acted as a barrier on both sides of the mountains. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Um, what's my next question? Uh, the Empire. We already talked about the Moors. Um, oh, that's a typo. I made a typo in my handwriting. I wrote gnomes instead of gnolls. Oh. Um, So, the knolls in the Foamfire Valley, I'm assuming those are a remnant of the invasions. Right. Um, did you have any background information on the knolls in mind? or? 
Well, I had an idea that the Knolls were um, an, a descendant of the Hatakans. So they're related genetically. Right. Okay. Or evolutionary or whatever we want to call it. Um, so if they're related, um, how do you reconcile the story of the Beastman invasion? Um, Beastman invasion. Well, the in the background here it talks about it talks about uh they're invaded by yeah it, it flourished it was ill prepared um by null hordes right in later publications they call them beastmen oh okay yeah the null hordes um they had forgotten most of their um, mountaineering skills and stuck to the plains but they knew out further out in the plains there were way too many humans they couldn't hold their own against all the humans so they moved back up into the valley and anyone coming into the valley was fair game this was after the invasion right okay well did you come up with a reason that led to the invasion or um because if the Knolls are related to the Hutakins, right? Yeah, they, they have ancient stories, but you know how stories, when done by word of mouth, yeah. changes every yeah. generation. So they thought that they should own all the valley out. Okay. And they had forgotten that they were actually mountaineers. mountaineers. Okay. That they had come from the mountains. Right. So, okay. they, so they wanted to claim back what they used to have in the valleys. Right. Okay. Um, oh, also with the Hutakins, did you... What was your general idea of their culture? Because the, the jackal-headed humanoids, that's reminiscent of Egypt, right? Mm -hmm. But if you look at, like, pictures of their architecture, it looks kind of Greco-Roman. Yeah, it does. So that really messed things up. So did you define it? Did you leave it vague? I left it as vague as possible because what the book said just did not fit. It, the, well, the book doesn't really describe them that much. No, it doesn't. Um, so you didn't you didn't define them as one or the other. No. Okay. Just ornate buildings. Right. Um, so they're not tied to. Egyptian culture at all, really. Or Greco-Roman or anything else. Okay. They're their own. Kind of like Petra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Here it talks about the Iron Ring. Um, it says the Iron Ring is based in the Black Eagle Barony. Did you make it have connections to the Baron? Oh, yeah. He was the one running the show. Okay. Because it's kind of vague right here. I know. In later publications, it's very specific. But here it's vague. <laughs> um, well, he wanted more power, and the best way to get more power is subdiffusion in other areas. Right. Um, did the Iron Ring continue operating after we overthrew the Black Eagle? No. Uh, the ones that survived um, all became less powerful and thus more fearful of being discovered. So they kind of kept a low key, and a lot of them moved out of the area. Okay. So basically destroying the Black Eagle destroyed the Iron Ring. Right. 
Um, okay. And that's what your party was noted for. Right. Yeah. Um, next question. Um, oh, did you have difficulty in getting us to follow the, uh, the original adventure hook of Stephen hiring us to guard the horses? Not at all. <laughs> we just did whatever you told us. Basically. Yes, because you're kids. Yeah. The adults that I had playing this game, um, they really wanted to know what the benefit of guarding, guarding the horses would be as opposed to well, letting them do what they want and you do what you want. Right. Um, okay, now let's go into the actual meat of the, meat of the adventure. <laughs> mm. Page six, Siege of Sakiskin. Yeah, I never could say that word. So I've I've said it before, but I yeah. Um, Sakitskin. Um, so at the very beginning, uh, so I guess we're traveling to Sakiskin, and there's an ambush by the Iron Ring while we're on our boat. Did mm -hmm. anything interesting happen there? Well, did the ambush um, work? No, the ambush did not work because you guys. Moved to the other side of the <laughs> river, and then uh, when they were trying to come across, uh, there was a bear that was not happy with them. Mm. That was the next question. Yeah. Uh, did we encounter the bear? You did, and he was a very friendly bear to you guys, but not to the others. Oh, that's interesting. Of course, he did want to eat all your food. Yeah. And and did so. So you guys were without food for the next few days. Right. Um, anything else interesting happened at the ferry? You did find uh, my, uh, what was her name? Marsha? Misha? Misha. Misha. You did find Misha. I thought she was supposed to be dead. Yeah. Well, you did find her. Oh, That's we found her body. Yeah. And okay. you buried her. Um, okay. Um, you were you were thinking that you wanted to take the bear with you, but um, I kept mentioning, how much food did the bear eat? <laughs> oh, and that brings up another question. Did we have mounts while we were doing this? No. We were all on foot? Yep. Okay. Because um, it costs more to bring your horses. Right. Okay. So, continuing from the from the ferry, basically at the end, right before we reach Sakiskin, mm -hmm. we're supposed to be ambushed by eight goblins. How did that go? Not well for the goblins. They tried to ambush you, but um, the thief, well, her skills were being used at the time to check for traps and other things and she saw the goblins sitting in the trees that weren't camouflaged very well and so she let everybody know and okay walk in like you're being ambushed right and just wipe the floor with them no die no fudging of the die roll necessary on that one yeah um okay so here on page eight, there's a, a combat ability summar summary for the defenders of the of the outpost. Yeah. 
Um, you you've written different letters next to their names. What do you remember what those meant? Um, like you have a D and W and then an S and W and. You know, I'd have to go and look at the players' stats. Maybe those refer to weapons. I don't know. No. No, because they have weapons here. Right. No, I think that was referring to um, the which ones you would meet at which time. Hmm. You know, depending on where you were, what you were doing, and all that. Okay. And and it was a die roll. If you guys were going to do this, did you meet him? Yes. No. Whatever. Okay. But you don't remember specifically. No, it's been too long. Yeah. Um, okay, so during the night, the uh, the goblins are supposed to make it three hours before midnight. They're supposed to make an attack against the north door of the of the building. Mm -hmm. um, how did that go? Well, they got in, but you guys were able to repulse them with uh, Gabriel just kind of blocking the door. Right. <laughs> he was still awesome even at first level. Yes, he was. <laughs> And his armor class was just out there. Yeah. I don't know why I allowed that, but whatever. Yeah. Your household's dead. It made, it made Jared very happy. Yeah. Um. Okay. And and all the um, missile range weapons from behind Gabriel never hit Gabriel. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. What page is this? Nine. Well, I don't have any more questions until page 11, so. <laughs> um, again, during the night, there's, around midnight, there's a, a decoy attack. They uh, they try to lure us out and then attack us. How did that go? It didn't. You guys just ranged west weaponed them until they couldn't. And you didn't go out until daylight. Right. Or just before dawn. And then there's supposed to be an aerial attack with vampire bats. Yeah, that didn't go well at all for the bats. Because um, you guys had enough range weapons that, you know, vampire bats are not like vampires. Any weapon will bring them down. Right. Okay, well, just before dawn, so one, one tribe of goblins left and the other one, the... Uh, the what was it? The Red Blades? Yeah. Make an attack. How did that attack go? Oh, they or fell not go? They fell right into your trap. Which was? Which was, you went, uh, the adventurers went out to see um, what the um, military status of those that were there. And they saw that, they saw the other tribe leave after fighting with him. And so they figured... Your group figured, okay, well, let's wait and see. If they start attacking, they'll be attacked from the inside, and then you can attack them from the outside and in a pincer movement. And you guys decided to do that on your own. So I figured, yeah, if you guys think of that, more power to you. Okay. So that, we, was, that was Cassie's idea. We, yeah, Cassie was leading us back then, I remember. Um, so we pretty much demolished that attack. Oh, yeah, it was just... Not even a question. Did we capture any prisoners? One. Uh, did we get any information? 
just enough to know which way to go. And how well did we treat our prisoner? Not well. Did we kill him at the end, I guess? Uh, no, but the inhabitants of the fort did. Oh, okay. And you guys had a hard time making them wait long enough to get information out of him. Right. But we did figure out where they went. Yeah. From, from the prisoner. You guys got lost anyway. Yeah. Okay, so after the uh, the siege... Well, is there anything else to happen during the siege that you remember? No. Okay. Um, after the siege, did we immediately go chasing after the horses? Mm, not immediately, because you guys needed a rest, and so did the town folk. Uh, and I mean rest by rest securely, not or knowing that you're going to be able to get a good night's sleep. Type right. Thing. And so you went for the next day, and as many horses were taken, it was not hard to follow the horses until they started disappearing. You can see one horse go out this way, one horse go out that way, and that yeah. kind of thing. Well, because the, the goblins were supposed to take the horses away. Yeah, well, they weren't very good horsemen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a, there's a scene of a battle that we're supposed to encounter when tracking the horse thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that battle scene, there are some oil beetles. Yep. Um, what was our reaction to them? Um, kind of surprised. Never seeing that type of creature before. Not understanding what they wanted until they got too close to you. And then I assumed there was a fight. Yeah. And Gabriel loved it. One smash split in half. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, everybody else, they use their swords and, you know, sometimes it glanced off. But when Gabriel used his sword, boom, they're done. There's also supposed to be some viper goblin females who were hiding in the trees at that place. Did we ever find them? Yep. And uh, you kept one of them uh, because she had thought that you guys were there to help them regain their power. Interesting. Because <laughs> the, the Vipers weren't all that powerful in compared to the other two groups. Yeah. So they wanted, oh, now we've got two groups. You know, they're goblins. Yeah. And, and they just watched you demolish the oil beetles and figured, oh, this is going to be good. So what did we do? You took them with you, and they helped you out. And then when they got back to the group, the other Viper Goblins did not want anything to do with you because they were the ones who were at the first ambush. Right. And um, as such, and those girl Viper Goblins weren't there, so they didn't know. And uh, oops... <laughs> You wound up killing them all. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're supposed to follow the goblin track to the uh, the bandit leader, Fjordol. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says she bought the horses from the goblins and didn't know they were stolen. Um, 
Did we buy the horses off of her? Did we fight her? Did we kill her? What? Um, you told her to go and take all the horses to that place, and you paid her to do the job. Okay. Uh, so that it wasn't a total loss for her. And um, whatever. Yeah. It, it was an amicable arrangement. And when you got back to the uh, uh, to the fort, and you found that she liked it so much, she wanted to stay there with her group. So, so she went back on her own, and we went back separately. Yeah. But but we did go back to the Sakiskin. Yes, you did later. After getting rid of all the goblins in the whole territory. Okay, so before we went back to Sakiskin, we went and found the goblin, the different goblin layers, and wiped them out. Yeah, even the one with piranha in the river. Okay, uh, I'm gonna borrow this. Okay, so so we went. Um, which layer did we go try to find first? Did we? I have to look at the map. Um, because I don't remember the names. Right. So there's the vipers, there's the red blades, and there's the wolf skull. Okay. So, so you went to this one first. Yeah, that was the scene of the battle. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we some, down here. somewhere of the, yeah, that would be W3 would be the bandits where we found Theodore and the horses. Right. Okay. And from there, um, you kind of just drifted all over the place. Um, you went and found this one first. The Viper Goblins. Okay. Let's talk to the, about the Viper Goblin questions. Um, the reason you found that one first was because you had a couple of oh, goblins with you. Oh, the hobgoblin Vlack, who was supposed to be in charge of the goblins. Did mm-hmm. we encounter him before we encountered a goblin layer? No. Okay, so we didn't encounter him until way later where he's supposed to show up at Zataka. Right. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. At the um, at the petrified oh, the forest place. Oh, the wolf skull? He was there. He was there. But he escaped, and then you met him up again there okay he was not happy seeing you guys again um what's on page 15 oh 15 is the red goblin layer but we first went to the viper goblin layer right right is that even in here let me pause okay so at the viper layer um so the chief is in his lair and he throws snakes at us. Yeah, really. <laughs> what happened with that battle? Uh, the snakes get cut. Did we have any problem with killing the the, the goblins snake? there? No, I mean it took a while, um, and everybody got their fair share, but um, mostly the snakes fell or were flung and were cut while in midair. <laughs> by whatever weapons you guys have. Right. Um, did any of the Viper Goblins escape? Uh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all my questions for the Viper Goblins. Um, anything else interesting to say about them? A bunch of ditzes. <laughs> okay, and from there... Of, of the Goblin groups, they were the worst. Okay. From the Viper Goblins, where did we go? From there, you went down to the bandits and then you came to the viper goblins viper goblins are up here 
or no, you came to the Red Blade. Guardian oh, we went goblins to the Red Blades first because the two um, Viper goblins wanted to get rid of them. Oh well, then let me ask my question about the gob Red Blades. Okay. Gee. And then after you're done with the Viper goblins, you went on to the Red Blades. You mean the other way around? Okay. After you're done <laughs> with the uh, Red Blades, you went on to the Viper goblins. Yes. Yes. That's what yes. It was. Okay. So with the with the um okay uh did we explore the red blade layer yes. find anything interesting there um only the things that are in right. the module right. itself right which wasn't much yeah there's some rats and and trues and other stuff um there's a there's a tapestry there yeah that's where you did we the uh you brought it with well, you. It's, a, it's a large tapestry of a red dragon mm-hmm we took that yep um there's also some wine yeah you didn't really want to try it you tried it on the viper goblins first the two right. girl viper goblins and um they survived but only because they're goblins right it was it was poisoned for humans so it was just really bad wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, did, you, guys, you guys would have had the runs. Yeah. Um, also, there's a trapped chest. Did we trigger the trap? Did we unlock the trap? You you um, disarmed the trap and opened the chest. Okay, and the chest just has uh, a glass. Oh, yeah, the ruby that explodes. Um Oh, and then it just has some treasure. Yeah. Okay. And then we went to the Viper Goblins right away. we went to the Viper Goblins. And from there, did we go to Segenyev or the Wolf Skull? Or we went to the Wolf Skull. We went to the Wolf Skull layer. That was the fun one. Okay, let me get to the Wolf Skull layer. Where is it? Here it is. Uh, page 21. Okay. Uh, so the wolf skull, they're supposed to have a patrol three miles from their lair. Did we encounter that? Yeah, they didn't have that patrol anymore. It wasn't there when we got there. No, it was there. It just we, didn't survive. Okay, we, and none we of, killed that. None of them were able to get free okay. and warn them. Uh, where was I? Wolf skull lair. Uh, there's piranha in the waters around the wolf skull lair. Yes, there was. Did we have problems with that? At first, uh, Gabriel was going to walk across the river because it wasn't deep. He could tell. And as he got into the water, he heard the clanking and stuff of teeth on metal. Right. And decided that was not such a good idea. Um, okay, so... And, and you could see every time you crossed a bridge the school of fish would follow you oh <laughs> trying to make it scary huh yeah um so babushka is in one of the pri- is in a prison cell mm-hmm. uh did we free her yep um and and use some goblin armory to outfit her i'm trying to find where it is on the page i can't find Wait a it was Babushka the girl or the guy? 
I'm looking for it. That's why. Let me pause. Babushka is an old woman, and she has a story that she tells us. How did she tell us her story? Yep. Um, I have an associated question with her. Um. Oh, she's supposed to be able to tell us that they. So she told us that they took the uh, uh, took prisoners to Zataka. Right. Yeah. The other prisoners. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's how we knew to go to Zataka. Um, anything interesting happened with her? What um, do we do with her? Basically, everybody got sent back to the. Uh, uh, the fort because every place else was so well demolished and there weren't enough people to make um, living in their towns safe so they all went back to that one uh, fort okay um, and also in the wolf skull layer did we loot the chief's treasure like yep. he has where did I he has a he has a bunch of furs that are worth a lot of money. Yep. Um, and he has a coronet hidden behind, hidden beneath his stone throne. Yep. You got we, everything. We found that. Yep. Um, also, Vlax. So we encountered Vlack at the Wolf Skull Lair. Right. Um, and he, he's a coward. He didn't even fight us? Yeah, well, he told everybody else to fight, and then he disappeared. Okay. So we didn't even injure him at all? No. Um, did we find his hidden treasure in the tree trunk? Yeah. Was that easy to find or? No. You guys, after you'd killed everything, you started searching everywhere. Right. Um, you guys were leaving no stone unturned, no trunk unsplit. Right. And so you were able to find it. And so after we had, uh, defeated the... Destroyed the wolf schools. Did we go back to Sakiskin or? You were going to go back to Sakiskin, but. Um, but we went to Segenyev. Right. Went that village. Yeah, and that's when you found out that the it wasn't safe. Right. And so you took all your survivors that you collected on the way, uh, and gave them the. Uh, the furs and everything like that. There was too much for you guys to carry. Gave them that. And told them to go straight across and stay in the open plain. Okay. And they did. Okay. Um, so, my other questions that we skipped over. So, we, there's um, the other villages. Did we go to Ilyakana? No. Or any of the other villages that were smoking? No. So, we never encountered, uh, there's a, there's a guy, Kalinos, who we're supposed to learn about. Yeah, you did go there, but. Not until after you guys right. were looking for the people that um, were taken up to Sitaka. Uh, Sitaka. Um, but you got lost in the hills. Okay. And, and found yourself on the shores of this lake. Okay. So so basically, when we went to Sigenyev, then we went straight back to right. Sikiskin. And from Sikiskin, uh, what did we do there? Did we get the clue about going to Loshad? Yes. When, uh, when on you the, got on back the to and you did. And on your way, you visited all these places. Okay. So we visited those places, and at those places we're supposed to... Uh, oh, let's see. Yeah, there's Kalanos, and he's he's supposed to tell us his story. Yeah. 
Let me go back to what it was. Yeah. Yeah, he's a boatman. Did we learn anything from him? Only about the Iron Ring. Oh, okay. Only that they burned the place down. Right. Um, okay. Um, but we just went on to the other villages and saw them smoking. Right. We didn't really do anything there. No, no one to save. Yeah. Um... And so from there, we left and we went to meet Loshad. Mm -hmm. Did we do the little silly thing that uh, we're told to do by the villagers? Stand on one leg and whistle or say his name or whatever? Yes. And how did Loshad react to that? Because it says we didn't have to. He thought you guys were silly. What, what are you doing? Right. Um, get back to Loshad. Okay, so we did meet Loshad, and what did he... Uh... Well, at first, he wasn't happy with you because you had harnessed your horses. Okay. But when he saw how well you guys were treating your horses, because he, he flanked you for a while, um, and that you didn't overload them or whip them or anything like that, he was a little bit more... Um, What's the word? Um, I'll just say friendlier to you than you normally would have been. Okay. Um, were we able to make the bargain with him? He wants us to go kill the werewolves? Yes. Okay. And from there we got lost? Yeah, again, yes. <laughs> yeah. So so we met Woolshat, Woolshat in the plains or the hills? or in, in Almost at the edge of the hills and the plains. Okay. And then from there, we were supposed to go north to meet to kill the wolves. Right. But we got lost. Yes. Right. And so when we got lost, we went to the lo Lake of Lost Dreams island. No, that was uh, you did that when you were trying to follow the trail, and then you found that, and then you figured, okay, we're not where we're supposed to be. Let's go back, and you went all the way back to here. Okay. Did but this, wait, wait. So, so when did we? When exactly did we encounter the Island of Lost Dreams? Was that... That was right after you did this. That was right after people. we went to Segenyev. Yeah. Okay, so at the Island of Lost Dreams, there's a... Uh, uh, what did I... Uh, um, so we meet elves at the edge of the lake. Mm -hmm. What was our interaction with them like? Mm-hmm. I don't remember much about that. I just know that that you guys went there first. Okay. And there's pixies, and they didn't cause. Did they cause us a lot of problems? No. Not a lot of problems. Um, pixies. And so did we went inside the building on the island. I'm mm -hmm. assuming. Yep. And at the the bottom of the building, there's a black mirror. Right. Um. Was anyone? Well, were there? The, you already said elves were in the group. So were any elves alignments changed because of the black mirror? Right. Um, they were, they were going to be, but the paladin had figured out what it was and broke it. Okay. Before they were taken hold of. Right. Um, 
And yeah, you already yeah. Um so while we were on the island, did we did we find or attack the Pixie Village before we went in the building? You guys didn't attack the Pixie Village. You just Well, did we even find it? Yeah, you did, but you just let it alone. It's not worth the effort. Okay. And then after we we destroyed the black mirror um oh and there's the statue that the elves wanted did we take that yes in front of the building yes so we took that and then we went into the building right um and there's gargoyles did they just surprise us yes and it was a difficult fight but you were able to um get them mostly when the gargoyles would jump at you if you um stepped aside when they hit the ground if you hit them as soon as they hit the ground the gravitational pull of them onto the ground and then another g-force from behind would shatter them okay um did we loot the frame or the mirror after we destroyed it yes because it's supposed to be worth a lot of money yeah um and so after we came out of the building were the pixies friendly toward us yes and did they stay on the island? Did they leave? Oh, yeah, they stayed on the island. Okay. And so we brought the statue back to the elves. Mm-hmm. And from there? Uh, from there, you, the elves told you which way to go then. Okay. Uh, and you went back. To Sakiskin. Yeah. And then we went at Loshad. Yeah, and then as you were coming up to go to there, you got a little off course. And that's when Loshad found you. Okay. And told you, okay, the wolves are here. Where you want to go is there. Right. And you guys were actually able to get to the wolves. Okay. So the wolves den. It's also page 23. Um, Okay, so at the wolf den, did we have any trouble killing the wolves and the werewolf? Not in the den, but they were dogging you for a long time after that. The ones that weren't in the den. Okay. You went to the tomb because once again we got lost. You got lost. We got lost and we went to the tomb. Yeah. Um, I have questions about the tomb. Oh, here they are. Um, so in one tomb, there's some shadows which mm-hmm. are immune to magic weapons. I think right. Right. Uh, and a ghoul which yeah. paralyzes people. Right. Did that cause us trouble? Yeah, Gabriel got paralyzed. And then the zombie with mace. Did yeah. we did we get the mace? Yes, you did. Um, did we take did we take any of the cursed treasure? You were going to, but um, the paladin just didn't feel right about it. So he, she, made sure that uh, anything that was questionable was left, right, or buried. And then, uh, okay, so one of the uh, tombs it locks us inside after we enter. Yeah. Well, we, how did we handle that situation? Um, well, because there's an exit at the back, but like right yeah. when we were locked in. Be- because the thief could find her way out, that was not a problem, but <coughs> it caught everybody off guard, and, and there started to be a little squabble between Gabriel and the paladin. Saying that somebody should have stayed at the door, <laughs> as, as if Gabriel would have been able to 
keep the door from shutting. Right. And in that in that area, there's a uh, there's a um, uh, there's a statue that's made of ooze. There's yeah. an ooze statue. Did that uh, surprise us? Did it? Did we get hurt from that? No, you didn't get hurt, but everybody was definitely surprised because as of yet in our adventuring, no one had encountered ooze. In any of the dungeons. In any of the dungeons. Not ooze. Yeah. And this is a statue, so yeah. it's not supposed to be ooze anyway. Right. Uh, okay, so were we, we were able to easily escape or what? Yeah. And being that you came out the wrong way and you were lost when you found this place anyway, I took you guys up to the gold mine. Okay, that's when we went to the gold mine. Uh, where is the gold mine? Okay, so so we got to the wolves, then we went to the tombs and did all that stuff. Then <coughs> then we did we go to the gold mine on purpose? What no, happened? How did we get lost. there? We just wandered over there. Yeah. And there were there's dwarves and they ask for our help because there's orcs in their mines now. Right. Um so we went into the dwarf mine. Uh, did we kill so so there's a spider that the orcs were worshipping a shroud spider were you able to kill that yep and you killed the because uh, the, shroud, the... the shroud spider should be should have been a pretty hard fight it was um, you guys before you could go back to the dwarves you had to spend a night to get enough healing spells and stuff to do everybody so that they could move right and then there's the orcs. Did we kill those two? Yeah. Um, and the orcs, uh, I think is the orc chief. There's a, uh, yeah. So in the orcs lair, there's a, there's a stuffed lion with treasure in it. Mm-hmm. Did we find the treasure in it? Yep. How hard was that? Did that? Your thief is very was very good. She okay. could find almost anything anytime. Right. Um where was I? Oh, also there's twelve twelve statues. Twelve living statues Hustaka statues, silver statues. Yeah. Um I don't know how did we handle I don't we survived that, that fight? I don't remember the living statues. Yeah, there's 12 of them. Okay. Um, we may not have gotten in that room, you know. Yeah. Um, what kind of connection does this place have to the Hutaka? Because there's... It was a Hutaka gold mine. Because they were obviously made by Hutakas in the first place. Right. Yeah, it was a gold mine by the Hutakans. Okay. And then the dwarves found it after they were all long gone. Okay. Okay. And so from there, where did we go? Well, the dwarves decided to get you out of there. So they told you exactly which way you needed to go to get to where you wanted to go. Right. And they told you and wrote a map for you and made it so obvious that you could not get lost. (laughs) It was go due west, follow the sun, and then when you get to the river, follow the river. Right. So they did. And the river was shallow enough that spot that you could cross it there 
and then when you came here to the cliffs and stuff, um, you had to figure out how to get across to, to you know, get over there and not be spotted by anybody. Right. Um, okay. There were the wolves, and you guys got lost. Yeah. That was a die roll. <laughs> right. Um. Rather than going west, you forgot what L Loshan or whatever his name was told you, and you went east. Okay. That's what caused the loss. Yeah. Because when, when you guys came down the river, you said, oh, yeah, we've been here. Right. 